You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. and welcome to another episode of Anti-Social Show, a show that believes Kelly likes privacy before the show. I'm Hunter Block, and he's... Confused. Tyson Confused Sainer. as hell. Hello, Confused. How are we doing? Uh, and, and please tell me, I don't mean to cut you off, but please tell me what you're confused about. I don't understand what that was a reference to, so I, I had no idea what uh, that was. Maybe our guest, Okay. Maybe our guest will uh, know what that uh, reference, uh, you know, what that reference is. Oh, yes. I our, hope anyway. Our guest, yes, we have a uh, an, a returning guest, uh, actor, singer, podcaster, uh, all-around great guy, a karaoke enthusiast, occasional stand-up comedian, <laughs> Corey Epps, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. Hello, confused. How are you? <laughs> not sure wait what was that so wait what was the reference again so like again i, I uh, people who are listening to this i literally just woke up <laughs> okay so the reference is or the line was kelly likes a little privacy before showtime oh clerks too there you go there you go okay now now i can see it it's been a while since yeah. i've seen clerks too uh been a while since I've seen most of those movies, actually. I think about it, but yeah, yeah. I um, one of my friends ended up uh, buying me Clerks two on Blu-ray because I was looking at it on Amazon one day, and uh, he uh was just wondering what I was doing, and he had like a gift card, I guess, on Amazon. So he ended up buying uh buying me that uh, Blu-ray that's on there. So now I have this Clerks Blu-ray that I have yet to open. Oh. sitting on my desk right now um, that I might actually end up watching, I guess, in between my, my next couple days off that I have right now. Cool. You should. Do you enjoy watching, like, extras and whatnot on, on, uh, on, on I was going to say DVDs and Blu-rays, but, I mean, just what the home media that has become a thing where you, it actually one of the reasons why you, people get hard copies these days is to have extra materials. Do you, do you enjoy things like commentaries and, and whatnot, Corey? I do, I do. Um, it's one of those things where I feel like, okay, I sit there and watch the movies, but how did this get made or something? Like, I'm a, I'm mm. a movie nerd, so like yeah, that's probably one of my favorite things to do on a Blu-ray. Uh, even not just a Blu-ray, like even video games, they have uh, certain. Some video games have like certain like little like extra stuff and commentary. For example, uh, 
Tomb Raider, the definitive edition um, for PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure uh, Xbox, too, um, has it. Uh, but, like, they have a bunch of extra stuff that you can do uh, and get and whatnot and artwork and, ca- and can art conceptions and everything. So I, I, I like stuff like that. It's cool. Uh, Portal actually has a uh, a, play, a commentary that uh, that kind of unfolds as you go through the um, go through the levels. You ever played played Portal? Anybody? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I haven't yet. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I I mean, it was uh, I just revisited it a little bit recently. I was showing it to my mom uh, to see like if it, <laughs> it's sort of kind of like why I like certain types of video games and. Um, uh, I, she, I, I don't think she enjoyed the sound of Glados's voice. I think it was, <laughs> might, have been a little, might have been a little creepy, um, but you know, of course, I'm used to it by now. I'm like all sorts of you know, dark humor now, and uh, it's um, and Glados is pretty dark. But um, yeah, that song "Still Alive" at the end is really cool. We actually have that on um, Rock Band. <laughs> But remember that game, the uh, with the plastic. Oh, another, effects? another, another have... game that nobody has has played in years. But yeah, <laughs> I, play, I did the drums recently. Like I, I was always better at the drums or than I was at the uh, guitar peripheral. Oh, and I also for me it the was uh, for me it was Guitar Hero Three. Nice. I think we have Guitar Hero had have or had Guitar Hero Hero Three. Excuse me, I'm having trouble speaking. Uh, is that the one with Dragon Force's song "Through the Fire and the Flame," or is that a later or earlier release? No, I, I think it's, I think it is that one. Uh, I know it's, it's at the very end. End. I know one of the. I forgot. I think it might have been. Uh, what is it? Rockstar. It might have been a Rockstar game. Uh, but they did Rockstar, uh, the Beatles or whatever. I played that. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I would, yeah. I would always play band. guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. I, we have Beatles Rock Band as well. Again, I would play the drums on that one. <laughs> it was a, it was Ringo Starr. You're yeah. gonna do ring, a little bit of Ringo. Well, plus it's got like a version <laughs> of Tomorrow Never Knows on it, and that's got kind of like a. It's got kind of an offbeat beat to it, so it's a little you know, it's not as straight ahead where it's like you know. Uh, you know, a lot of those early rock band songs are kind of clock, 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 you know, and foot, other foot, foot, clock, foot, clock, you know, and then, I don't know, I, there is always kind of a bit of a, a bit of a delay on the part where it wants you, wants you to improvise, because mm. I find I'd always kind of want to try to do a cool fill, but it would never seem to line up with what I thought my sticks were doing, you know, well, whatever, it was still fun. Yeah, yeah, no, those games are really fun, especially they if you are. have friends. Yep. Because you can get like a whole band together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite Beatles songs, by the way, to play on there is, uh, what is it? <sighs> What's that song? Um, you never give me your money. It's called you only give me a funny paper. paper. Yeah. And yeah. in the middle of negotiations, you break down. That's uh, it's called. You never give me your money. It's part of the yeah. longer uh, series of songs that was stuck together at the end of Abbey Road. So, really? Yeah. Go well. If there's a whole thing, it goes. It does a breakdown, uh, and then out of college, money is spent. See no future. Pay no rent. All the money's gone. Nowhere to go. And... Yeah, it's one of the many songs that are in that one song, which apparently is connected to a whole other. <laughs> yeah, there's like Golden Slumbers, and Here Comes the Sun King, and then into Mean Mr. Mustard, and Polythene Pam, and 
all that stuff all that stuff yeah that's that's a great album yeah um but yeah so the beatles rock band uh did you i i I, were you another person who that i know of that really liked the song if i fell did we talk about that one one time a long time ago did that was that something yeah i mean i i love that song i I love that song mostly because the first time i heard it though was not the beatles Hmm. it was uh, through maroon five oh through an album they put out through target um where they did like a little live like acoustic mini session with like four songs or whatever. Oh, nice! And he did. Uh, they ended up. Uh, well, Adam Levine ended up just pulling out the guitar and doing it, and it was it was beautiful. Like I like that version of it. I've been falling in love uh, with a lot of different music lately. You like songs with good uh, harmonies and whatnot in them. Definitely to harmonies and then personality. Yeah. Have you ever heard much America? Mm-mm. they've got some well they, they did a horse with no name but they've also got other songs like the best of america includes songs like daisy jane and um sister golden hair but like um they did a version of muskrat love that was uh really good they their voices merged together really well oh ventura highway is one that's a that's a ventura highway in the sunshine moonshine moonshine where the days are starting it's been too long since i've heard the song but anyway it's the they're their voices go together well, like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Also, great combination of voices um, together. Yeah. <sighs> um, one song that I've been really into, and I, I so I've just bought a guy. I just picked up a ukulele today. Oh, nice, good. Um, it's just a beginner's, um, and it's mostly because of an artist by the name of Rebecca Sugar. Now, a lot of people don't know who that is uh, because, and they they but they know her. They will recognize her songs. Because they've heard them if they're an Adventure Time uh, fan. Ah. I don't know if you gentlemen have seen Adventure Time. <laughs> I've seen I it. have not. I've seen little bits of it. It's something I've been meaning to spend more time watching and just uh, never got around to it. But uh, now that I have a kid, I'll probably be exposed to more cartoons again. So that'd be great. That might be something I could... Uh... Just, uh, just do me a favor, Tyson, not to cut Corey off. I just have one small request, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously you have to go to Toys R Us or whatever, Kids R Us for toys and shit like that. Um, just don't beat up the big old purple dinosaur that's there like in that movie, Nine Months or whatever the hell it is. Uh, the one with Hugh Grant. <laughs> yes, that one. I remember that movie. That was, uh, yeah. was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I only saw it the one time. Uh, yeah. Um, but I thought it was funny. I it was, it got Jeff Goldblum was in that movie. Uh, yes, he was. Robin really? Williams. I forgot. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of people in that. Of course, Julianne Moore. Julianne. Yeah. The redhead. There's redhead. a lot of people in that movie. I, for, I forgot they were even in that movie. Yeah. I'm going to have to see, like, again, I'm going to have to see that one again. It was a while, uh, a while, while back. Good Lord. Um, it's, it uh, you know, as far as Hugh Grant go, movies go, uh, you know, it was pretty good. That was, was up up there with the ones I liked. Um, I always I thought I actually I was a fan of Notting Hill. So, yeah, that's a good of, one. Speaking of cartoons, right? As Tyson just was talking about, because now that he has a kid, he'll be exposed. You should really expose your kid to SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, please don't. I, <laughs> no, please do. Please don't listen to him. It's gonna be please do. that. That show is hilarious. It's gonna be a while before it's uh, SpongeBob time. Um, the uh, but but I mean I'm sure I could just play it. I could play it for him before he can even start enjoying uh, 
understanding what the things he's watching are like there is something like like i understand teletubbies are made for like really 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 young children but there's stuff that's made for children even younger than teletubbies but i don't remember what it's called but it was big kind it's like of baby einstein it was like puffy things like 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 the, do you remember the teletubbies they're kind of these weird doll yes. things okay so it's like that with the tvs like, in their stomachs yeah 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 it, things that yeah. look like that except they come out of clouds and they're like pufferfish looking things with little heads on top and i think they're called ubo or something and they or we well that sounds like a nightmare well <laughs> yeah right, unless you know you're uh, an infant or something and it's just about friendly faces and bright colors then you know no like, because because essentially okay what what i'm saying is let them watch a little sponge that talks under the sea and makes hamburgers and it's all happy and you're talking about like these friggin grotesque monsters that are coming out of the clouds with these big puffy things and well, fins on their heads whatever you just said but they look like babies kind of is the thing that's actually the thing i noticed <laughs> about the teletubbies is their faces look like other babies basically and those are nightmares too well to us but not they to all babies. sound like fever <laughs> dreams <laughs> Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's it's almost like you know you're gonna wake up and like they're gonna be like surrounding you and they're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna eat you now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. kind of. Sh- good yeah. Lord, cheers. Teletubbies, good Lord. Yeah, it's been a while. Been a while. So anyway, so eventually, that's probably gonna be a thing eventually. Well, what I'm gonna try to do is really get like I want to get the old uh, old Sesame Street, like Sesame Street from the '70s Sesame Street, like the stuff I had. Now that was when Sesame Street. Was Sesame Street, my friend? You mean before Elmo was, uh, you know, soliciting sex, and before yeah. Big Bird learned about death, and uh, yep. well, yep. Bert and Ernie came out, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bert, and Ernie, Bert and Ernie was in the closet at this at this point in time, yeah. and uh, obviously, and uh, it was just wholesome. Like you know, you you never like walk down the street in Sesame Street and like Big Bird just walked up to you and instead of being happy, jolly, he was like, so do you know you're going to die soon? And Emo you're going to die and you're going <laughs> to die and we're all going to die. And he's just like this man of, you know, uh, dep- uh, what is that word? Man- Manic. Uh, depressive? Depressive bird. Well, it's more, really. Snuffleupagus was I think the more uh, melancholy one. Well, that's that's why Snuffy existed. He he emoed his way into existence. Just kind of shuffles on, going, "Oh, bird!" Just kind of. Oh, let me bird. tell you something. There's no point oh, in living. is there, you know, has suicidal tendencies. You know what? You know who else did Eeyore too? You had to watch yeah. Eeyore and Snuffy to make sure that either one of them didn't like kill kill each other or kill themselves at that point. I definitely gravitated towards Eeyore as a character as a child. No, no. When it comes to, you know, uh, uh, Woody the Pooh and all them characters, I certainly watched whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But it was like, uh, what was the, uh, the little boy's name? Christopher, Christopher Robin. Robin, which, yeah, by that's... the way, just watched that movie and it's magical. Oh, good. I, I'm, now, I'm this wasn't that. because, like, he was on drugs, right? Uh, not in the movie, no. You wish he was on drugs, though. Okay, because I'm just trying to figure out, like... Because he goes to the forest and all the animals talk. I just wasn't sure if, like, it wasn't because of, like, a heroin problem or something. Uh, no, nah, that's hallucinogenics. It's not going to be heroin. You're going to see all that. That's going to uh, be true. That's going to be, like, some acid, some LSD or some yeah, like, I, I just want to make sure he's not tripping. Well, He might be. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I was just thinking as far as... um. As far as sentient toys go, it's, uh you know, uh, Winnie the Pooh, uh, certainly... Uh, is around the same time period 
uh, I, I say things like that, and I'm often wrong, but I mean like, as in before Toy Story, there are things like Winnie the Pooh, and there's also like, um, uh, what's the one I'm thinking? There's Raggedy Ann and Andy with his dolls that would have like these adventures when the humans weren't around or when people weren't around, uh, non-tours. And then there was like, uh, there's another one that's in my head that I can see, but I can't... Um, Velveteen Rabbit, I think, was another one of those type, types yes. of things. It's, it's from the perspective of the toys, is my understanding, you know. And don't forget everybody's favorite, hmm. Chucky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it Child's Play? Yes. Yes. Uh, gosh, you know, I haven't seen that in a while. So, yeah, there's a Child's Play remake, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Or I cannot wait. Is it a reboot? No. Is that what it is? Okay, no. so here's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For movies, they're only allowed to remake the first Child's Play. They're only they're allowed to remake Child's Play. Yeah. Not the Chuck, not like Bride of Chucky or any of that. So they're remaking Child's Play with Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky. Oh. We're getting the Joker. Think about it. The Joker is now going to be a doll that's walking around killing people, but it's supposed to be an android. But here's the interesting thing. Five Nights at Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the interesting thing. Um, there's going to be a Child's Play TV show voice probably by, uh, what's his name, Brad, is it Brad uh, Dorf? Dorf, yeah. Brad, yeah, yeah. Dorf. Uh, who's the OG Chucky. And they're going to probably keep trying to keep making some of those movies. So they might end up doing like a, a, like a, like a Netflix, maybe Hulu kind of deal or whatever. Where they can film, um, they can film all that uh, like stuff, and then release it all at once instead of doing like a actual TV show. Because I can't see them doing that much gore on mm. regular network TV. Yeah, I, I suppose not. Uh, it's a relative thing. They certainly uh, do get away with a lot of violence on regular TV these days. Uh, yeah. I just I just hope it doesn't join like uh friggin' remake hell because you know how I feel about remakes. Certain ones, yeah, you don't like the Friday uh sorry, the Nightmare on Elm Street one. Yes. That was a little weird. I haven't seen the That was beyond weird. I've seen all the that originals, just... but I haven't seen that. Well, here here's the deal, okay? And like we we talked about this before. Same people that did the remake to Nightmare on Elm Street did the exact same thing to to uh <clears throat> Friday the 13th. Uh, so basically, they're responsible for both the remakes. And what they did with the, the remake to Freddy was they turned him into a child molester, and he wasn't. Wasn't he? And with, yeah, with Jason. He was just they, a child killer at that point, though. No, yeah. See, regular Freddy, or the original Freddy, was mm -hmm. a child killer. But in this one, he's a child molester. So that's why they burned his ass. And of course, with Jason, of course, they made him too human. And like taking hostages, and Jason doesn't do that, so they just they just messed it up. They made him like hillbilly Jason, where it's yeah. just like he's been out in the woods. But they actually, so with the Friday Thirteenth one, for what it was, they balanced it out for me at least pretty perfectly because they actually did three. It was technically three movies into one basically they had to tell all that whole stuff that all three of those movies in one sitting basically with maybe like uh uh maybe like what like the a little bit hint of the fourth movie hmm. in there um my only thing is i wish they had cory film in there just to finish the job oh yeah comes back as tommy jarvis <laughs> die die well 
I think, well, for me, was the fact that he was acting too much like a hillbilly and taking hostages. Yeah. The rest of it was fun. I liked the rest of it. But to me, it was like a, a failed attempt of, like, you know, ripping Rob Zombie off, for example, because when he did the remake to Halloween, he put his little, little changes on it, but he kept it to the original story. Bare, barely. If you rewatch Halloween 2, it is nothing like Halloween 2 remake at all. It's basically... Yeah. Like most, and I never, I've, I've watched this, I re, I re, uh, watched a review on this, uh, too, and I, I went back and watched the movies again. There's a lot of redneck in it. There's a lot of redneck in it, completely, to a point where it's just like, Laurie Strode is not who she was at that point. Like in the second one, like she's just like losing her goddamn mind. Uh, and drinking all the damn time and whatnot, and just like I get it, you went through this tragic thing or whatever, but you're definitely not Jamie Lee Curtis at all. Nope. I still haven't seen either of the Rob Zombie Halloween films, but I will, eh, I will you can take it or leave it. Yeah, take it or leave it. I mean, you know, curiosity gets the better of me. Well, you see, sometimes it's kind of like what I said last episode that we recorded. Uh, you know, Nosferatu, the the vampire. Yeah, so you could either take it or leave it. Like fifty percent chance that you will like this movie, and the other fifty, you probably will mother f me up and down. Mm. Um. Okay. So speaking of movies, on you saw that one on on Amazon Prime and. I uh, recently recommended a movie to you uh, that you saw also on Amazon Prime called Thugs of yeah. Hindustan, which we talked about in last episode. Um, Corey, yes. have you seen Thugs of Hindustan? I have not. Okay. What it's, is it about? It is, well, oh, actually, okay. How would you describe what it's about, Hunter? Well, definitely, 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 like, uh, to me, an Indian version of Pirates of the Caribbean. To a, to to almost to a T because it's like the same time frame. They're you know they got boats. You know they they fight on the ocean. They're fighting the East Indian Trading Company, but more or less they're they're fighting for freedom essentially. And you know of course my boy uh, Ferengi there. You're gonna love and hate this guy. You know to the point where yes to 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 the point where like he's like you know you're thinking like he's like the India's great savior to. I want to take this guy, you know, behind the barn and shoot him in the head. All right. And then, and then, yeah. Had there been guns in that? In, uh, there, actually, there, there was. Were there firearms? Oh, that's right. Yeah, there were. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been guns since, oh, yeah. you know, forever. It was like seven, and then, 1795 or something. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there was like rifles. And then, and then, and then you have, you know, Azad, who's like this, like, badass, like, leader of the rebels and stuff. Whoa, and whoa, just... whoa. General Zod's in this movie? You won, no. you, you won me over. No, Michael, Michael, <laughs> Michael Shannon coming back as General Zod in this? Heck yeah. It's Azod. It's, it's Azod. Azod. It's not the Zod. It's Azod. It's Azod. <laughs> yeah, this character, uh, played by an actor named um, Amitabh Bakshan, I think is how you pronounce it. And he's uh, He is one of India's biggest stars, uh, as is and, Amir Khan, who plays the lead role in, in Thugs of Hindustan. It's a Bollywood. And of course, yes. It, Sorry, go ahead, Tyson. It's a Bollywood film, Corey. Uh, and so it's um, it's got uh, dance numbers in it. Okay. Uh, and it's like, but it's a big epic adventure movie and it's a period piece. Uh, I, I showed it to Laura like a couple months ago now, more than a month ago. And she really enjoyed it and also the songs. So that, that's, that was a, it was a good, I, I, it's nice when I can pick something out that we can both enjoy. But uh, I, I know that Hunter probably wasn't expecting, maybe, maybe wasn't not expecting to like it, but I, I don't know what he, 
what were you expecting when I when I when you saw the preview and I and then I, I recommended this movie to you and was it close to what you ended up getting? Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, like when you first. Okay, so when you first, uh, you know, told me to watch the trailer, introduced me to it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is a Bollywood film. It's like Indian. Like, it's just going to give me a headache. But from trying but, to read the or or what? What would be headache but, inducing? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Definitely an awesome movie. Like, so higher than expectation oh, yeah. for me. Something that I can actually rewatch. Yeah, it's definitely one I, I could rewatch, and it is kind of a long film. It is almost three hours long. So I, I when I, 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 I never watched it. I still haven't sat down and watched it all in one sitting. So like when I saw it for the first time, I think I watched it over three or four days, a little bit at a time. And uh, when I watched it with Laura, I think we watched it over two sessions or something like that. But um, a lot of their movies are actually pretty long. Like the Doom movies are all over two hours each. So and they're made by the, kind of the same people who made Thugs of Hindustan. Anyway, and the Doom movies are more like cop movies it's like cops and robbers like fast and furious type stuff kind of <laughs> only in india also with with musical numbers um anyway so yeah. so that's the that's that, that that's those those movies so that was amazon prime and then uh cory mentioned uh this this nosferatu remake that Werner herzog did and i was like oh yeah that's, that's a movie i've been um uh, curious about so i went to uh look on amazon prime to see you know what it was also available and i saw a movie that i had been meaning to see now for over 10 years and i finally did and it's a little film called best worst movie best worst movie is that a documentary it is a documentary okay it's a documentary about at the time what was regarded as being the worst film of all time which was a little movie called troll 2 Oh yes, that movie. You know what? That movie sucks. See, now I haven't seen Troll Two yet, but I have seen Troll One. I understand the two don't have anything to do with each other story wise. But Troll no. Troll One was a movie I was pretty familiar with. I saw it fairly young because it was kind of it was a little darker than it's closer to a horror movie than most things I was used to watching. But I think it might have been PG thirteen, so I was allowed to watch it. And uh, anyway, but Troll Two has nothing to do with it, and it's also uh, you know it's considered one of the worst films of all time, and then. Best Worst Movie is about uh, the lead child actor who is in the film. Some uh, Later, he's like in his late 20s or something, and then he kind of has this reunion with some of the other actors, and then they discover that uh, Drafthouse Cinema, uh, and, or Alamo Drafthouse, the, the, those people are like, basically Troll 2 has become a cult classic, essentially. So now there's like sort of this triumphant arc very early in, in the documentary. And now it's the guy who decides, well, maybe I should do the circuit a bit, you know, and go to conventions and things. And it's, it's just, a, <laughs> it's a strange little, uh, uh, set of circumstances, but it's, it's pretty funny. And, um, I, I'm glad I finally saw it. Uh, I can't believe it's been 10 years, but then again, it did take me 10 years to see the room. So, Wow. Well, I mean, for for me, the the original troll movie was was awesome, right? It's classic, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's classic, and it is bizarre, but it's again, again, and this is not the only movie that could be accused of it. Um, you have Troll Two, which again absolutely sucks. There's another movie that was a, a complete awesome uh, gem in the '80s called The Ghoulies, right? Um, same people and in then the Troll, I think, are the same. Yep. Yeah. And then they they do it pretty good for part two, but then like the I think like there's two more or something like that. There were just total piles of crap. 
And and the Ghoulies was basically like a Gremlins like cash in type thing, right? Where they were kind of like a rip off, essentially, wasn't it? No, because uh, uh, Ghoulies uh, had to do with like black magic. Yeah, but it still had little critters running around and doing things, didn't it? Yeah, but not not uh, looking like uh, like one looked like a, a goblin, one looked like a cat, one looked like a bat. One looked like so a little baby. Was, yeah, essentially. So it was you know so it had not, doesn't look like Gremlins at all. Although okay. I do like the Gremlins, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I think it was. I think it was one of the films that was released, sort of, to like capitalize on the success of Gremlins, which was kind of modest, actually. Now I think about it, but I mean, maybe the idea of you know how it's like Conan came out and did really well, like back in 1982, and then there was just a glut of of uh, sword and sorcery barbarian movies, you know, like Red Sonja. Yeah, but that was a decent one, though. I mean, oh, that's no, the that one was. where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger makes it with. Uh... What's what's her face with Sylvester uh, Stallone's ex-wife? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and in real life too. <laughs> Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. 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 That was Ellen Sandal Bergman's in that one as well, and she's also in a, at least the, she's in one of the Conan movies. I don't remember which one. Um, which one was your favorite, uh, Conan the Conqueror or Conan the Destroyer? No, a Barbarian. I'm sorry. I you know I only saw either of those movies once. Um, it was something that. I wasn't really allowed to see back when it came out. Uh, in fact, it's uh, 1982, so like a lot of people, a lot of kids I knew saw Conan, and I actually I saw Gandhi. So um, I had a bit of a different perspective on the whole. You had a you had thing. a different action movie that you were watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one is one is like you know passive resistance, and the other is cross your enemies, see them driven before you, hear the lamentations of the women. You know, one for has... me, for me, Destroyer was like the better of the two. I think. Yeah, Don't get me wrong, I love James L. Jones, and he was great in uh, Barbarian, but I have to go with Destroyer. It was like, yeah. All right, it's, it's, all right, yeah. Mm, it's the only movie I can say that James Earl Jones, Darth Vader, turns into a snake in the middle of an orgy. And just that, yes, <laughs> and just like pieces right. out. Yeah, and just like, again, I'm just going to go through here and just, you guys are going to do it, and I'm just going to, I'm going to crawl on your back. <laughs> did you know his dad was an actor as well did not know. yeah yeah his dad was in uh sleepaway camp really i'm sure he was in other things oh yeah he was in other things he was also in the sting but he was in sleepaway camp briefly yeah and it's like <laughs> you have to know it's him but he's in the credits well, spoilers kids angela's a boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh God! It's a, there's a great there's a great how did this get made episode. I would really wake up. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I really would like to know how many kids were allowed to watch this movie, right? And had to have therapy afterwards. Oh, yeah. I don't know what was going on. A lot of kids were seeing these movie these types of movies when I was younger. I wasn't seeing them because uh, I was allowed to watch already movies, and that's fine. Uh, I got to watch a lot later, um, but. Uh, but yeah, because they'd play. I've said this before, but they'd play movies on television in, you know, like HBO and stuff. So you could see Porky's in the afternoon, or, you know, horror movies. And I don't know why these kids were going to see Friday the Thirteenth movies, but I definitely had things reported to me that I had to see later. And uh, it was always not as gruesome as it, as the as the description was in my head from their description. <laughs> or, yeah, I uh, if you had to pick a camp movie to hmm. go see in a theater. Yeah, Friday Thirteenth, uh, Sleepaway Camp, mm-hmm. Camp Nowhere, or Bushwhack. Oh, sorry, Bushwhack. Oh, um, I haven't seen Bushwhack. Uh, 
I got so, one. Which one? I still want to see heavyweights. Yes, under. Oh yeah, heavyweights. You throw that in there too. That's still one of my favorite camp movies. Summer camp nightmare. Summer camp nightmare. Yep. So essentially, it's 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 a bunch of kids, and the the camp is separated in genders. So you have one camp's all boys, one camp's all girls, right? Separated too by bridge. Okay. But here's the problem, though. So the guy that's running the camp is like this ultra religious conservative type guy, and the kids, the older kids, want to like eliminate this dude, all the counselors, and make it party time. So they did just that. And, of course, you know, some some deaths were going on after that, some drinking, some hardcore drugs, some sex. You know, makes for a wild time. Mm-hmm. Right, this so- just sounds like the plot line to Heavyweights to me. Like, they did the same thing to Ben Stiller. Uh, they, which, by the way, looked for a while when I first saw that movie. I was a big kid growing up. So for when I saw that movie, it looked like a nightmare to me because this one guy would go crazy on me if I didn't lose weight. Oh, and no. I was just like, what the hell? Oh, boy. And then, you know, but then they had that one big party scene or whatever. Where like like the one like they're all just dancing, they're setting off fireworks. Some kid like bunch of pizzas walk like flying around. I think one of the camp counselors actually gets tied up to a tree, or like and like covers himself up with chocolate and whatnot. I'm just like, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) I need to do. I need to go to the. Can I go to that camp, mom? It's like cover me up with chocolate and. talking about i think we before that when we, were, I went to, we were talking about movies uh and mentioned what is it the camp nightmare or whatever we we're talking about camp movies camp then. movies yeah okay so what was the question though you wanted to know to rate them or uh i'm saying if you had to pick one to hmm. rewatch, or not even oh. that okay if you had to pick one to live in to live in to go to not live in like visit for like a week or whatever oh. Which camp movie would you want to like be in at that point? Like, I, like think about it. Like, you're a kid, your 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 kid version of yourself. Which uh, which what would you want to be in at that point? Me, I'm staying away from Friday Thirteenth first off, and I'm staying away from Sleepaway Camp. Ah, uh, you know, yeah, but of the two, I think I'd rather of the two. If it was Friday Thirteenth and Sleepaway Camp, I would probably go to Friday Thirteenth because kids get murdered in Sleepaway Camp, but they don't get murdered in. Uh, Friday thirteenth, and by kids I mean young kids. I don't mean like twenty somethings, like the camp counselors or whatever they were. Like they were, yeah. you know. I mean like the they didn't the young young kids weren't didn't didn't die in any of the movies. Um, I don't think. I mean they were being chased. I mean there was a young kid in number five who was chased, and Tommy and it was in four I was changed chased. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, but so yeah, but I only know those two that you. I've only seen those. Those two have the ones that have been mentioned. So I've not seen Bushwhacked. Or is that one with Daniel Stern? Is was he in that? Yes, that's the one where Daniel Stern is like a fake camp counselor. He takes on the identity of a of a Boy Scout counselor, actually. Oh. And he takes all these kids camp camping or whatever. All these all these little boys and then one little girl out there. Which in a day nowadays, if that happened, Facebook and Twitter and all that would have been lit up completely talking about camp counselor steals <laughs> children steals children you know when you i'm sorry but you know when you say this camp counselor this this guy that's uh you know obviously not a real camp counselor and he took all these like little boys it just didn't sound right 
He did. I mean, he took them out all into the woods. One little right. little boys and one little girl. That's right. about it. Just doesn't sound right. I mean, so he wants to make it completely, completely gay, but <laughs> just a little bit. Just like he wants to, he wants to, he wants to, he wants to, no, I'm kidding. No, that, that's getting, that's going to dark territory. <laughs> <laughs> dark territory uh, on antisocial Ah, uh, there you go. I think Corey what? just, uh, I think Corey just uh, gave us a possible title, you know? Dark episode, territory? Whatever, yeah, whatever episode this happens to be, and then dark territory. Um, yeah, we could use that. Uh, what do you think, Corey? You think it's uh, too on the nose, or do you think it's a decent title idea? Eh, I always like to go with uh, uh, the titles of uh, like something from mentioned from a podcast. So if it's a good one, go for it. Well, Dark Territories with Corey Epps. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm your host, Corey Epps. On the other side, uh, yeah. <laughs> on the other side of that, though, we still haven't mentioned that uh, you and I had uh, collaborated on a piece of music since we last, uh, since people last heard you on our show. Yeah, yes. yeah, we we did uh, some music. I've been doing music and stuff here. Yes, we've uh, uh, did a song called Hope. Hope uh, together, with guys. Go on iTunes right now and uh, go download Hope. Yes, or Amazon, or if you just want to stream it, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Deezer, Napster. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. Yes, please buy um, it if you can, and, people. We, yeah, we'd please really buy it. it. We'd really, really appreciate it. Um, it's only it's only it's only a dollar. Like do you have a like that's a, that's more that's that's less than what you're paying for a co- cup of coffee. Yeah, oh, that's true. And it's slightly longer than most songs you hear on the radio. Yeah, um, it's it's a good little dance piece too. I've actually been trying to think of stuff to do music video wise, but I've also been uh, pretty busy with work stuff, and so a lot of the like stuff that I've either been podcasting and whatnot i've kind of been banking because at this point right now i'm thinking of just doing like a mini summer kind of release of certain stuff Uh um just that way i can like i have it edited ready i can just put it out there and i don't have to worry about it how Uh, do you feel about prince prince i love prince are you kidding me then you should do like a uh a, a, a purple rain reboot or doves cry reboot with your own twist a Dove's Cry reboot, like a video. Yeah, those, like, yeah, like just a whole song like remake or or, or you know pay tribute to it, you know, because those two songs are the. Oh, they we are. We just do that. We can just do that with hope, and uh, me and Tyson can dress up as Prince. Yeah, I, there you go. I can <laughs> crawl out of a bathtub naked toward the camera. I'll dress as uh, Dave Chappelle's version of Prince, though. Uh, yeah, that's another reference I need to see because I never saw Chappelle's show. I saw clips of it, but never that that one that you're. Oh to. my god, man! You got to watch that. It see, is hilarious. We didn't have cable for a long time, so I missed out a lot of uh, a lot of good television. Go uh, get lost on YouTube at some point. Type in the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. Type in uh, Prince or like our Charlie Murphy stories. He talks about <laughs> being Rick James and talking about uh, talks about. Uh, the time he played basketball, he played basketball with Prince. Oh, it's hilarious! Super hilarious. That sounds like it is. It sounds funny. One of the best lines in there is just like "game, set, match, blouses, <laughs> blouses." And um, he was just like, "Yeah." It's like as soon as we were done, he just like we went back in the house. He fed us breakfast. He's like, "He would you like some grapes, bitches?" Yeah. <laughs> 
Or uh, or uh, or Charlie Murphy just sitting there. He's like, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine? No, no, no. Uh, Rick James said that. Oh yeah, Rick James. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, there's a time where Rick James beat the shit out of Charlie Murphy, which is yeah. another one of the skits. And he would call Charlie. Rick James would always call Charlie Murphy and Eddie Murphy. Uh, what is it? Darkness? No, blackness or something like that. He's like, hey, blackness. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, it's it, they're they're really good. I don't want to give too much more away, but I I you would you will enjoy. Oh yeah, I enjoy the clips that I have seen. Um, it's it was what three years or was it two years? And then like the third one, he got offered the, like a five hundred million dollars or something. <laughs> Uh, it was uh, two full seasons, and then the third season, he ended up kind of jumping ship because of his, uh, he didn't like what the, the I guess, what they wanted to do with it, hmm. um, and they they had already shot like five episodes, so they had Charlie Murphy and another guy host while he was in Africa. That's right, he went to Africa. Yeah. Didn't he also make a movie with Michelle Gondry or something? Around, Probably. Around that time, I, I seem to remember Chappelle doing something, and ah, gosh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just things mashed together in my head. I don't know. Um, Maybe. So, also oh, speaking of music and Amazon uh, Prime, one of the other uh, documentaries I watched uh, within the last couple of days was one called 808, which was about the Roland 808 drum machine and its influence on on popular music. It was pretty good. If you're a music nerd mm. <laughs> and like a equipment and music nerd and uh, somebody who really wishes they could buy lots of gadgets and uh, instruments but can't, uh, 808 is a really good documentary about about that uh drum machine so okay yeah it's got like i has like some great stuff with africa bombada it goes through a lot of the early simps uh singles that that uh that uh were a result of using the 808 uh phil collins talks about it and how he enjoyed using it um the inventor of it uh talks about how it kind of like came from the old, remember the people used to have an organ that would have like foot pedals and it would have sometimes a rhythm machine that you could turn on and mm-hmm. just play along. Mm-hmm. It's basically kind of that sort of technology, but without the organ. So, I mean, mm. uh, but then the 808 itself is this box that's like heavy and black and about yay big. And it's got these colorful buttons on it. And it's just, just this nice hunk of, uh, nice hunk of machinery, uh, with great drum sounds that are also, um, not that, uh, I don't know what, the, what I'm trying to say. They're not that. It's not that they're not versatile. It's just that they they only sound like 808 sounds, but you can do really fun stuff with them, you know. And it basically it's like you don't use the sounds unless you want that sound for your song, you know. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, a lot of nice. the a lot of the uh, stuff that I use for uh, to make uh, like demos or whatever. On um, GarageBand are 808 sounds and 909 sounds and just like different different uh, ones on there. I had to take GarageBand off of my phone now for a little bit just so I'm not getting distracted. I'm still writing uh, songs, you know, right now. Still trying to put uh, the quote unquote album together. Yeah, totally. I heard, um, I heard you got the ukulele in the background there earlier uh, before we had little sound problems 
or yeah i'm still uh still trying to figure it out like i'm i'm not really playing it now i just have it sitting here is it a, um, but is it... i'm trying to keep it tuned that's the big big issue right now it's not staying super okay. tuned because oh. the tuners uh, Je- Je- uh jesse mm-hmm. who uh we uh worked with of course oh yeah jesse cole uh, mm-hmm, jesse cole he uh, took a look at the tuners on this, and they just kind of keep slipping, I guess, somewhat on here. So hmm. it doesn't sound completely. Sounds a little off. Yeah, one of those is off, definitely. Um, yeah. I think it's so. uh, G- A- A-C-E-G. No, wait. G-C-E-A, unless it's a tenor uh, ukulele. Which it's, a soprano. it's a soprano uke. So what's the, is that the, what the strings are? Is G-C-E-A? Uh, for that one, uh, the uh, what is it? It is it is G C E A. Yes. Cool. Okay. So yeah, I totally know chord patterns for that. Like I could tell you what certain ones would would be. Um, like this one is. That one was a, a G. That was a G string. Yeah. That was so. That was the, that was a G the, string. The top string, the one that's closest to you when you hold the. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you hold down the third string, uh, sorry, the the fourth string and the third fret, and just that string, and then strum, that's a C major chord. Oh, okay. So it's open, open, open three is basically how you would how you would diagram that, like on a chord chart, telling them. Well, so also, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I ended up picking up. I ended up ordering this um, because. What we were talking about before earlier uh, with like Adventure Time, there's a song on there I want to learn how to play. Cool. Called Time Adventure by uh, Rebecca Sugar. Um, It's a very relatable song to especially what's been going on a a lot around here with me and my, you know, friends and all that. And like I can relate to it in some way. And like it goes, uh, uh, Time is an illusion that helps makes things make sense. So we are always living in the present tense. It seems unforgiving when the good things end. But you and I will always be back then. You and I will always be back then. Singing will happen. Happening happen. Will happen. Happening happen. Will happen again and again, cause you and I will always be back then. So I want to learn how to play that song. <laughs> thank you, no, thank you, thank you, thank you. That'll that'll be that's you know you play this on here. I get like what five cents out of the out of, out of the off of the wax there. No, yes, no. Five, <laughs> five cents off the wax. What? <clears throat> I, uh, five cents off the wax. No, off the wax. Cool. Um, I will say one thing. I don't know. It's I'm I'm again still tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lo- I'm looking at Hunter right now, and I'm getting kind of a Brian O'Halloran slash Kevin Smith cross going on right now. Oh, oh yeah, little, little Dante uh, kind of kind of energy. The Dante goatee with the with the Kevin Smith jersey. Mm. Yes. As a, no, I think that's called a, a Van Dyke. Is it not? <laughs> but uh, is it a dick Van Dyke? No, 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 no. no. It's, a, 
as a but it's, no I, uh, I i think that's what the yeah the goatee is called a it's a specific shape i believe is called a van dyke but i'm not sure i used to have a lemmy yeah a lemmy oh i remember that for a while there i had <laughs> sideburns and then i had it straight across to a fu manchu basically went up here around my face and then down again that's and when you uh that's when you had longer hair too right yeah i was also 60 pounds heavier around then yeah oh yeah i did have longer hair I did, I did, yeah. yeah. Good lord, I had some long hair at one point. Yeah, I just started growing now hair. Now it's and... all chopped off. Yes, it is. Most of well, most. At least of it it's is. not going. At least it's not going gray. It is. You can, it is so much going gray. You just can't see it can... with the with the. <laughs> but it's, just, I... it's it's distinguished. It's like it's a little under somewhat there, but it works. If I put my head close to the camera, I assume this is the camera. Right about here. Um, you're you're poking my eye. Uh, and then uh, you could you might be able to see how gray, uh, how often on gray it is, but it doesn't matter. Head full of gray. Yep. all my all my gray hair is on my uh, right side, on my side, literally. Oh, really? Uh, just on the one side? Yeah, that's cool. Like a streak. One side. Sort of. Yeah. Yep. You know who looks? All my all all my gray hair is on my balls. So that <laughs> gray ball no, wait, hair. That's... That's that's just Lynn. Sorry. <laughs> old gray balls. Old, old gray balls. Uh, hmm. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the most insulting things you can say to an old man, of course, and of course Adam Sandler did in that movie, uh, Big Daddies, when he walked into the into the apartment and caught his uh, girlfriend cheating on him with an older man, and he, she's like, and he's like, "You want him with the loose skin and the old balls? Gross." <laughs> What movie was that, by the way? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy. That's right. Yeah. God, I haven't seen that in a while. I saw it in the theater, though. You know what's funny about this, too? What? You ever watched uh, Californication? Oh, no. David Duchovny? But I know the show. Yeah. yeah. So David Duco- uh, Duchovny has to at least be 40 years old, if that. Sure. Uh, first episode, pilot episode of this uh, this show. And he's he's messing around with this chick, and of course her young, you know, she's in her twenties. Now the boyfriend comes home, and he's in the twenties, and you know he's like, "How are you gonna mess with this old man?" And now that I'm almost close to forty, that is not old by no stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it's, it's at all. It's an interesting thing, perspective. Yes, perspective. you guys are old, man. Damn, I'm gonna be young forever. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 31, dude. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm getting. I've I got a couple more years before I start uh, going. Like I'm tired all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're doing. Actually, you're doing I, I am tired all the time. To be honest with you, I'd rather just be home rather than be out. <laughs> to be honest with you, you and me both. Oh, there's, there's still so much to do out there. Like go see Avengers Endgame next month. Anybody see Captain Marvel? Not yet. Not yet, not yet. But I'm, I'm, I, I'll probably see it on video before I see Avengers Endgame in a theater. I imagine we'll probably collect it. Well, it's it. coming, it's coming, it's coming out next month. Avengers Endgame. Uh, so yeah. Well, Captain Marvel will probably be out on home media before, before two. Like, like they did that with Black Panther, where it came out like real soon, and then Avengers. It came out like two months, like after I think. Yeah, it was real close to. Real close to it. So, yeah, so we should be able to see, uh, <clears throat> unless they, they decide not to, but we should be able to see Captain Marvel just before that in this, in this case, because we have seen all of them up to this point, all of the movies. Um, and we also collected them. So, yeah, that's cool. I need to, I need to start my collection. 
And I am back. Hello, welcome back. Alright. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I realized I didn't have a place to put this down when I uh, brought it in here. So I gotta <laughs> figure out where it's gonna go now. Oh, there. I would just like to apologize to the two of you. Uh, Your pants are off right now, aren't you? Yeah. No, 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 no. But, uh, <laughs> so this conversation of music, which is very fascinating, of course, because I love music. Uh-huh. I had a small thought of deliverance in this whole thing. Oh, the uh, the banjo, the dueling band, uh, dueling, dueling banjoers. The movie Deliverance. Yes. 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 What year was that movie? I'm going to say 1972, but uh, it's probably like 73 or 76 or something like that. That's my Because there, there's a lot of like soft corn, uh, so, uh, soft corn, uh, soft uh, mm. core porn horror movies. And that's one of them, really. I, is it? Yeah. Is is Ned Beatty getting molested by a bunch of older men? Softcore no, 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 no. Ned Beatty is getting bent over doggy style and by these younger rednecks, and they're like, I'm going to make you squeal like pig, pig. And, like, the whole time they're, like, doing it, he's like, eh, eh. he's making, like, these, like, pig squeal sounds. And we, just, oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was a, that movie. That movie is on a budget of two million dollars, by the way. So for two million dollars, <laughs> yeah, Ned, Ned Beatty got. You have to take it for the team. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, Ned Beatty had uh, some PTSD from all that because the you know the people who was filming that scene with weren't really like actors. They were just kind of like, I think regular people, and I think he got kind of freaked out. Yeah, it's nineteen seventy two. Nineteen seventy two. Well, yeah, because if you if you really think about it, take like uh, George Romero's uh, Day of the Dead, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's a part where 1985. they're flying to the mall, and they're over like a large field, and they can see like uh, police, and they can see uh, the fire department, and of course uh, the army, and that was the real army, the real police, and the, and the real uh, uh, firemen, and then a lot of those were just extras, so. Oh. That's why. I mean, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like Deliverance, where they used real people. Yes, I see what uh, you're saying. To, to act with, you know, Ned Beatty, I could see where, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, obviously George Romero wasn't getting nervous like Ned Beatty, and of course, you know, right. Uh, Ned Beatty got PTSD, but like, wouldn't you get PTSD if like you were like in that particular scene? Yes. Like, like it. it I'm not talking about like the the uh, uh, I'm gonna dig myself into a deep hole with this shit. Um, I'm just talking about like the forced sex act. Um, is, is that's the part I'm I'm referring to, of course. No, of course, it's the only thing because, that anybody talks about as far as deliverance goes is the kid on the porch playing dueling banjos and the anal rape of Ned Beatty. Right, right, because because you know people like how to talk about that like in in real life. Yeah. Oh, they do also mention uh, Burt Reynolds' hair, how he had less of it then and more of it later because he started wearing hair pieces at some point. But like, uh, yeah, Uh, I uh, looked a lot. I will say, Marlon Brando. Hmm. I will say uh, that the only time, if I was Ned Beatty, the only time I'd probably have PTSD is working on Captain America because he was in the nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety, no, no, nineteen ninety. A Captain America movie that never really got released 
up until probably about a few years ago. Okay, that's not the one I'm thinking of. There's a 70s Captain America. I'm pro- I've probably seen that. Well, there's the one that I called Three Dev Adam that we talked about on this show, but that's, yes, guess I He also plays Dan's father in uh, The Roseanne Show. Really? Oh. Yep. That's right. He did. So if you think about it, he's had all these crappy roles. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of like develops like a stigmatism, you know, uh, you know, after a while. It's like, yeah, you know who I am, but it's not because of anything like, right. you know, great. It's like, you know, Stigma. I play Dan's I, I, I play Dan's scumbag father. You know, I played the rape victim in the woods. You know, I uh, whatever I did in Captain America, I never watched that one. So I couldn't. He was a news game. reporter. He, okay, was he was also a... he was also in Toy Story three as lots of hug hug and bear, that uh that uh the pink bear from Toy Story three that was uh that was the bad guy. So basically, he was the 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 a hole in Toy. Yeah. yeah, I remember. He got, cruci- he got crucified in Toy Story three. Did he? Yeah. So, yes, they uh, crucify a bear in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see. I I haven't seen Toy Story two. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, eventually I'm going to see these movies, but, uh, I just, I don't know. I just stopped being drawn to them after a certain, uh, time. Like they're, you know, they're really nice. They're really well-made. They're funny. They're, they're obviously, they got good stories and whatnot. Um, I'm just, I'm tired of being emotionally manipulated (laughs) (laughs) by, by things that are supposed to be, you know, kind of light and entertaining and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Kids, kids entertainment. Like I, I'm, I you know I understand there's layers for adults and that's fine but I already have enough of my emotional problems to uh, to contend with um, so I don't need to be manipulated but I'm sure I'll watch the, um, them eventually because so we'll, yes we'll see yeah 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 I don't yeah. know why I only did that with the audio there's on the video it's, <laughs> I, I, I mind well, it's a, it's rocking a, it's a, a baby special, <laughs> sorry it's yeah. a special it's a special thing for just the uh, you know, just for the video people. Right. Uh, it's true. Just for the video the video people. The video people. The video people. Because <clears throat> I'm sure there is, if you think about it. What? I'm sure that there are video people that watch this as to oppose of, you know, just listening to the audio aspect of it. Sure, there's at least ten people at this stage who have seen this one of these videos. So that's... You see now, because ten people have seen these videos... I feel like I almost have to have like a gold microphone now. I don't know that huh. they're all ten distinct people, though. There might be one person watching more than once. I'm sure at least one of those people was me looking at it on my TV uh, through my Xbox. Uh, I was going to say 360, but it's not the 360 anymore. It's the Xbox One. Um, well, the 360 is still the 360, but we we, we upgraded. Um, that was where all our entertainment came from. It was like YouTube it, off the on the television with the Xbox yeah. as the entertainment hub. You know, so it was like. Yes. Um, I mean, I do the same thing. I've got. I I don't have cable. You know, I don't have cable. No. Uh, I mean, we have cable in the house, but I don't have cable personally. Um, I got I got my internet, and then with that, I have uh, you know Hulu and and Netflix and YouTube. I fall asleep to YouTube almost every night. At this point, no Amazon Prime. I do have Amazon Prime, and I use that mostly just because I like my two-day packaging. Nice. So yeah, they got Amazon. They got videos on there too. That's yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been watching SpongeBob on it. 
You guys can also go listen to a song called Hope on Amazon Music That's Unlimited. Right. That's right. Can they buy it? <laughs> and on also Amazon? download and they can also download it for ninety nine cents. Nice. Yes, and please do. I mean, you know, more people and also, you know, if you like it, tell other people, you know, about it. And if they yeah. like if they like it, then you know, if you wanna if you're a type of person who likes to play music for other people, play it for them and then Tell them where they can get themselves a copy. Matter of fact, if you know, if you think you can do a good cover of it, yeah. let us know. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. I would love to see. I would love to hear see hear see that kind of contest or whatever. If you ever guys decide to do like a contest or for to give away something, uh, and I I will personally like even if it's just hope or something else, I will I will come up with a song for them to to cover lyrics and everything if they want to. If you're down for that at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I would I mean we should work out the details later, but I like the idea. Yes. Ruby. Yes, Hunter. Oh, I thought you were so. metal. <laughs> man, man. Do a metal man, version man, of hope. Man, man. <laughs> there you go. Um dun, 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 Screamo. Screamo. <laughs> I, I I said hope. I I'd 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 be very curious to see what it sounded like. Yeah. I would love to just. It'd be a very curious thing to see, hear that, and then also, um, what was it be like? A, someone do like a combination, like a compilation of each like version of that song, where it starts off with our version, and then it goes into like a different version, then it goes to like a, a jazz version or like a hip hop version. Like they have the hip hop version on there, or whatever someone threw on there. That'd be something. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, any anything like that. I'd love to hear. Uh, yeah. Do you know there's a country version of Snoop Dogg's uh, uh, rolling down the street, smoking and dough, sipping on gin and juice? Laid Yes. Gin and juice. The, the, and the country, the country version sounds phenomenal. I can't remember if it's like Blues Traveler or Fish or somebody like that. Like it's somebody. I don't know. So much trouble in the LBC. Kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah. The same thing with um, Jonathan Colton did a cover of Baby Got Back. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I was more familiar oh. with Richard Cheese's version. Yeah. There was also a country version of uh, Kanye's West, uh, what is that song, Heartless? Oh, yeah. Yes. See, that's what yep. I haven't heard. Speaking of that, of Kanye West, did he literally do a song where he's just saying poopty scoopty over and over again? Yes, he did. Or something like that? No, the real question. doo doop Scoopity doop, scoopity doop. No. <laughs> the, the the real question is, has Kanye West lost his mind? Um, I feel like he. So, hmm. hi everybody, black guy here talking. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm here to explain about Kanye West. Please, <laughs> please do. I feel like Kanye West kind of went off the rails as soon as he lost his mom. His mom kind of oh, yeah. kept him in check. Um, and Ka- I would say Kim might keep him in check because, you know, that's the wife factor in it. No, no man wants to get in trouble with his wife, first off. <laughs> um, that is, that is our kryptonite in that one. Um, but yeah, Kanye, Kanye has been out there, but it's also been good for himself because he keeps doing stuff like that and people keep running out to go see it, you know? So it's just like, okay. So genius is self-marketing. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, late registration Absolutely. was a great album. 
that's the only one that I've yep. really heard and paid attention to. But I did hear something. So, do you think Poop de Scoop do whatever it is is a good piece of music? No, because I, <laughs> I still have I, yet to I, really. Somebody played a bit of it for me on, my, on their phone, and you know how I am about. I mean, you might know. I, I, if I'm going to hear this piece of music, I can't just hear it off the phone. I have to actually put on the headphones, and you know. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that song right there is like Kanye's, uh, Kanye's West version of like insanity. At that point, it's almost like he's sitting there, you know, singing that song. You know, come tiptoe by the window, through the window, that's where I'll be. Come tiptoe through the tulips with me. I, I, I feel like it's like that level of insanity that we're dealing with with Kanye West. But I mean, that was camp, though, you know, when Tiny Tim did that. It wasn't it wasn't a, a an actual, you know. An insane person. I mean, well, I guess uh, it's yeah. relative. I don't know. It's... Well, yeah, but see, you got to understand that. So, you got to understand that. Like that song wasn't intended to be that when it was created, but unfortunately, that's what it evolved to. Nothing right. you could do about that. So I um, uh, if you're if we're talking rappers, one of my new favorite rappers. Well, he's not new, but one of my new to me mm. uh, rappers. I've been listening to him for about a good maybe few uh, like six six seven months now. Mm-hmm. Rapper by the name of Lil Dicky. Oh. Hmm. Lil Dicky. Yes. I love his music so I'm far. So, I'm sorry, but, you know, I mean, like, he might have, like, really good music, and I don't mean to, to, to bash the brother or nothing like that, but I, I don't think I would have picked Lil Dicky as a name. Yeah, well, he does it He does it as a satire. Like, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a rapper who is actually really good at comedy. Stuff. Like okay. You, cool. So that's 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 the reason why he went for it. If you ever get a chance, I'm gonna read uh, at least five of the songs that I uh, I love from him. Okay. Pillow Talk featuring Brain, and that one's literally him having pillow talk with a girl after he just got done having sex with her, and it's hilarious because she's talking about all this stuff that she doesn't really like he's like oh there's no like god she's like yeah but there's a god and literally his brain comes out of nowhere and just starts rapping at him and rapping at both of them it's just like uh crap (laughs) uh it's really fun plus john c Riley's in it uh as as god john c Riley plays god in this music video um there's there's also a professional rapper with snoop dogg and that one's animated and that's actually really good um save that money and that one's about uh everybody in the rap game always exaggerates about you know throwing money in the air and whatnot little dick is all about trying to save that money it's just like i wanted to and he that music video is a really good one because he used that music video as an experiment to see experiment to make the cheapest music video he could ever make Oh. Like he got it, he got almost everything on there pro bono, just by giving everybody like a shout out or like a plug on his music video. Uh, let mm. let me let me freak, which is him trying to have sex with this girl throughout you know his years of being with her and her just not really and just picking the wrong times to actually have sex with her or whatever. Mm. Um, and he just wants to get freaky, and then finally. This is the one that introduced me to Little Dicky. Freaky Friday featuring Chris Brown where they switch bodies. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, no. That Chris Brown? Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, Chris yeah, Brown. You know, oh, that's Chris what the song's Brown. about, though. It's not actually, Chris Brown isn't actually in the song. Actually. He is. No. He is. No, he is. It, it, it's, it's Chris called 
Freaky Friday featuring Chris Brown, and they switch bodies in it. Yeah, I'll probably Rih- uh, I'm going to skip Rihanna's that. Rihanna's Chris Brown. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But it's I will not say, even your birthday. But I, I will love say, the Give <laughs> I will it to say her this. in the worst way. If you're gonna go watch the Little Dicky music video, just one, watch the uh, pillow talking one. You will <clears throat> lose your shit. All right, girl, I wanna f- you right now. It's been a long time. I've been missing your body. Let me turn the lights down, cause when I when I go down, it's a private party. Now I'm done. Which, so when are we put him on a track? What? Yeah. Which? Uh, what was that? That was uh, Cake by Rihanna and Chris Brown. Oh. And that was before he hit her, right? Yep. Or no, actually, I think it might have been after. Damn. (laughs) (sighs) That's messed up. Yeah. Strange things. Um, So, uh, real quick, I wanted to uh, ask about Adventure Time a little bit, uh, just for a second. Uh, Are you you a fan of the show in general, um, Corey? I am now like I I so I started watching it like three four weeks ago because mm. one day I had a I had I was having a really bad panic attack mm. and I needed to get something off my mind so I put it on and it really helped me like I remember I watched a couple episodes here and there before um, one of my best friends Jess she uh, she loves it. And of course, when I was that was happening, she's the first person that kind of popped into my head, and I was just like, All right, "I need to." I'm gonna either text her or maybe do something that I know we're both familiar with doing together. So mm-hmm. I put on Adventure Time, and it was actually the narrative is really good. You wouldn't think it. You think it'd be like a, just like a straight kids show, mm-hmm. and it has some of that elements, but it also has like a really good narrative to it. That's what I understand. There is a podcast about it about Adventure Time and it's done the since you brought up the rappers, uh the newer rappers, there there's a rapper that I bring up occasionally called Open Mike Eagle. Mm-hmm. And he, I believe, has a, a podcast or a soundcast with somebody else where they talk about Adventure Time and how great it is, basically. Like I think that's the entire thrust of the podcast. So I can't remember what it's called, but um, I'm sure I'll insert the information somewhere on the screen here when I've done that. But uh, if it might be worth looking into, plus, uh, have you heard have you heard much of Open Mike Eagles stuff? No, I've never even heard of him. It's pretty good. It's, it's the pretty first good. time. It's pretty fun stuff. His uh, uh, see the first album that I heard him do uh, that I listened to from end to end, I think it was called Hella Personal Film Festival or something like that. Uh, might not be exactly what it is, but uh, it was it was good. I remember. It was, listen to it from end to end um uh he's a he's a big fan of uh and also sampled has sampled um uh they might be giants like he's he's a big fan of them which is interesting yeah it's a pretty niche thing uh because it's like i remember a lot of kids i knew were really like they might be giants um uh usually like the drama kids and whatnot the drama kids yeah that's what they're called the drama kids you know the drama kids the choir kids (laughs) The band kids, and then there's the jocks and uh, the other. Yeah, people. but here's a, here, you mean here's, the bullies, uh, the bullies, some of them. the people that beat me up, the bullies. <laughs> here's yeah. the problem. Okay, mm. back problem. when all of us went to school, right? Obviously, in high school, there was a social class system that you or demographic that you could belong to, you know. And and you're absolutely right. There was like you know science club, uh, uh, the jocks, you know, the 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 goths. Motorheads, you know, motorhead. all that good stuff. Motorheads. Yeah, sure. No, yeah, yeah. 
It's just, yeah, it's just funny. And, and of course, you said drama, right? Here's the problem. Every single kid in school right now has joined the friggin' drama club. Right now? Right now. Yeah, because yeah. everything is a drama. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, you know, it was a good time. Drama was something that uh, that definitely yeah, helped save my back, life when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, but back then, it was it was great. Like back when I was in high school, it was great. Back when Corey, I'm sure, was in high school, it was great. But now it's just like it it kind of like transcended, you know, uh, non reality into reality is what I'm saying. Like you don't need it. You don't need drama uh, class anymore because everything is a drama. Right. I, I get it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not saying that drama is not great. There's I also, like drama, but there's, there's also comedy. There's that too. Comedy, you know, the contrast between drama and comedy. Did you uh, do drama or choir or anything like that when you were in high school, Corey? Um, I did choir for maybe like one semester. Yeah. I forgot why I got out of it though. Um, I didn't. I didn't really do drama so much. I had a chance to do a drama, uh, drama up in New York. Hmm. Um, like I did, uh, I did Copacabana, and then in high school, when I was going to high school up there, uh, I had a chance to try to do something, but I forgot why I got pulled out of. It. I got pulled out of it because something about my grand grandmother doing something or whatever. Hmm. I think it was because my grades or something, and my grandma was just like, "You can't be in a play." I'm just like. And I remember being so upset about it, and I was just not, I was not a happy person at that point. Um, I, I, we live in a world now where we honestly, like, I love, uh, I love drama, and I, 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 I say keep it in the schools and whatnot, keep kind of any kind of art in the schools. Mm-hmm. But we live in a world where those kids can literally just pick up their phone. And do a YouTube vlog, and people will watch it. You know. Yeah. Like there's a there's a little girl uh, from Suffern, New York, Grace. I think it's uh, Grace uh, Vanderl Vanderwild or something. Um, but she was on The Voice, um, and she got she she was very she was at that Voice. I think she was on a like the X Files, one of the talent shows mm-hmm. that are on TV. One of the many talent shows lost in TV. And she got a contract just by being on there because of she was singing. She was singing, well, uh, I think mandolin. I want to say. Hmm. So, um, and that, like that's 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 where that's where they're at right now. Like you really like you can have talent as long as you have that kind of positive influence around you. Yeah. Somewhat, then you can keep on keep on keeping on. Keeping I'm, on. I'm assuming. Keep on, keep on. Yeah, it's true. You got, yeah. So, well, I mean, encouragement is nice. It's nice to have it because it's, it's, yeah. it's often hard to find. <laughs> yeah, it is very hard to find. Like that's why I try to stick myself around positive people like you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. It's uh, well, you know, uh, it's world's too, uh, hmm. world's too, uh, life's too short to be negative. True. That's uh, too tiring. Too tiring to have that much drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I figured that shit out when I was 37. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too short. Now I'm, yeah, now I'm, now I'm like 38 years old, and I'm like, you know what? Stress can go, you know. Yeah. Can go after itself. Suck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like stress itself can go suck it. I mean, 
<laughs> I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got, got time, time for, for that. that. Exactly. Nobody got time for that. Remember that? Nobody got time. Nobody got time. Nobody got time for that. Yeah. Not today. It got it got auto tuned, didn't it? There was like the Gregory yeah. Brothers did something with that. Gregory Brothers did that. God, those guys were funny. They did I, I wish I had that kind of money that they didn't. <laughs> I mean, they had the program and they had the time, is what they had, and they had the you know the the they had a, a cohesion. You know how hard it is to have a musical group. <laughs> well, you might you might have tried <laughs> to have a musical group and have had a few of them fall apart. I imagine, but. uh yeah, Maybe. I certainly did. I, I tried to have uh, you know a music group here and there, and it's it's very difficult to keep people on point and working towards the goal of creating stuff. You know, it's it's like in in real life. I mean, like in real life, but like IRL, like in like in people around. Like we're in three different parts of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like people in our peer group, you know, uh, people we went to school with, uh. people that we knew we were friends, but people local to us. It's uh, just it's difficult just with that. So yeah. Uh, hmm. uh uh but where is the great state of Georgia located geographically? Oh, I'm not in Georgia anymore. I moved to Spain, guys. I I got lost on a boat. And <laughs> um... <laughs> oh. his former home, Georgia. Where is no. that? That's uh, south. Ge- south, right. south, south, uh, south, <clears throat> It's it's south, but it, it's 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 also Right. It's also close to the East Coast, though. It is, South is, yeah. So finally, for once, you know, I'm not being uh, overran by uh, West Coast people for once. It's great. It's fabulous. Tyson, what'd you do to him? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. No, no, I have nothing against the West Coast people. Um Essentially, uh, if you think about it, it, it is east meets west because that's basically you're the west, I'm the east, and that's how it rolls. Sure. Oh my yeah. god, you guys are your own versions of Rush Hour. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Which one of you is, is Jackie Chan and which one is Chris Tucker? I would be Jackie Chan. <sighs> so that means I gotta be Chris Tucker, huh? He's <laughs> the excitement in your voice. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd have to like do a bunch of helium like often. <laughs> you never touch a black man's radio. <laughs> oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. You oh. smoke this. Oh wait, no, it's the wrong movie. Who <laughs> <laughs> you know he did. <laughs> I remember that line too. And I remember that scene. <laughs> That's, yeah. That was a good movie. There were, I, I definitely like the first one. I don't remember the second one and I really don't remember the third one. But I, the I first remember, one was good. I, I remember the first one where Jackie they called like Jackie Chan got called from like what Japan or China, China. Yeah, um, to go help with the investigation of like a kidnapped little girl, and then the second one was them. It was reverse role, so Chris oh. Tucker went to China, oh. and then the third one was kind of like a reunion thing where it's just like they went to like I guess Paris or something like that. I don't know. Like I remember the second one, I but I think was it the first one where the line was, "Ooh, you know he's dead," or was it the second one? I think. Oh, it was definitely the first one. I don't know if it was in the yeah. other ones, but I definitely heard it in the first one. Yeah, it's after the guy yeah. after the guy falls and "Ooh, you know he dead." Yeah. There's so many good moments in those movies, in that movie, especially like he's like, "All right, y'all want to fight? All right, come on, come on!" And then just one of the guys just picks up, like, "Okay, which one of y'all did that? Which one of y'all?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or when he's like, uh, okay, everybody, let's just breathe. breathe. We got to pray. We got to pray. 
wipe yourself off. You're bleeding. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I want to watch that now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of would. That's a, that was a good movie. Well, a lot of I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a Jackie Chan film that I didn't like, but I certainly haven't seen all of them because there's like a thousand of them. Um, I know he's working. He's he's probably working on something right now as we talk. Yeah, yeah, probably. probably. Oh, there's a one that's actually like a darker one, where it's more of like a Liam Neeson Taken style movie, and uh, I want to see that one because I, I would like to see a less comedic Jackie Chan just like once. Was it Police Story? No, no, it was called. It might be called Revenge. I, it was a definitely... no, no. I know what you're talking about. It's got a so, Pierce Brosnan in it. Does too. it? Oh, okay, it's like a really yeah. recent one, like really like within the last decade. Or something. Yeah, I, I know what I, I think. I don't know. What, I forgot the name of the movie, but I can find it real quick. But I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like he's he's a father. I guess he ends up like losing his kid or something like that. Probably. At some point, and he's trying to get revenge. But Pierce Brosnan's in something. Once upon Once upon a Zodiac. That's weird. Um, it's called. No, that's twenty. Is it called The Foreigner? Oh, that sounds right. That sounds right. The Foreigner. Yeah, The Foreigner. Yeah. 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 I would say, I, that was like in 2016 or 15. It was 2017. Really... So, yeah, yeah. Pierce Brosnan, Michael um, Mick Ellington, Charlie Murphy. Ah, oh, rest in peace. Wow. I don't know if that. No, no, it's a different Charlie Murphy. Oh, okay. Female Charlie Murphy. Well, still rest in peace, other Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, so the, the cop movies where they do that, where it's, I like it how they, they tend to do that where it's like, it's like Crocodile Dundee. The first one, it's fish out of water where the, you know, the American comes over to Australia for the first part of the movie and then she brings the Australian back with her to New York and he's like, this is great. What's this place? Yeah. And he's like, you know, out of his element. And then they did the opposite of that for the, uh, <laughs> the sequel for the sequel. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, not very many, no, no movies until like. 20 years later or something i wasn't quite well it might have been longer but anyway um but yeah so it's they do that with like the doom movies these cop movies and robbers movies the first one takes place in mumbai and then in the second one they starts in mumbai and then they go to um they go to rio uh and it's just like like in the favelas and it's it's a whole thing it's like the big statue of jesus on the hill and everything and just uh you know it's great look good use of location let's just say and then by the third one uh there there's it's it's set in chicago and filmed in chicago and then they have to bring in special investigators from mumbai and it happens to be our our heroes from the first two movies so it's yeah it's just it's a whole thing and there they are also comedies i mean they're they're action comedies more or less they're, they're not really yeah a lot of people a lot of people don't when they think jackie chan they don't associate him with his comedy but he is a really funny comedic actor actor oh yeah I mean, some of the stuff he's done, in, uh, it's very, like, Buster Keaton stuff. Like, I mean, uh, there was one, I was in middle, uh, middle, I want to say middle-aged one, but you know how he had, like, a few different uh, parts to his career where he had, like, a lot of movies he did, like, kind of, like, 70s and 80s, and then, like, sort of, like, went off the radar for a while, and then Rumble in the Bronx hit, and then it was just, just a slew of films. So it was like during that kind of, but just slightly on the other end, it was a bit where he's dressed up in some kind of like a native to whatever area he's in costume and he's in disguise. And then he, he ends up creating this, like he has to chew up this, this, this weed, this like, because it creates like a, like a medicine to put on somebody's leg or some wound or something, but it makes your mouth, it makes, makes your mouth numb. So like 
he he can't tell the people that he's that 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 he that, that he's not one of the tribe and he's and, he, and all he can do is mime what he's doing the whole time so he's, the whole time he's like, was then, it one of the shanghai was it shanghai noon you know they might have done that gag again but i haven't seen shanghai noon so i don't i can't i cannot confirm or deny i feel like it was one of the more modern ones i was like it's definitely okay. post post first strike though all and, right and post operation condor think so it was like uh yeah but before or or even post maybe the what was that one the tux, the tuxedo he did one with jennifer love hewitt that i never saw oh that's when he wore like the kung fu fighting tuxedo thing or yep. whatever so, yeah i heard about that i said that there's a bunch of them i did this oh oh it might have been um who am i it, it might have been jackie <clears throat> Jones, who am i i don't know okay that was around late 90s actually so it's around the same time i you know it wasn't the tuxedo movie wasn't the tuxedo movie where like he didn't know shit about karate and then he puts the tuxedo on and all of a sudden he's like a kung fu master? Yeah, that was exactly the plot line. <laughs> that sounds fun. That sounds like I, yeah. I, I feel like that's how they probably pitched it in in the meeting. <laughs> it sounds like the plot of a live action Disney movie. You know, it's like it, it's you know magical logic and stuff, which is which just sounds fun. You know, it just sounds like a good time. Speaking of Disney movie, hmm. can you tell me? What voice this man played in a... No, can you tell me what Disney movie this man has been in? And I'll tell you right now, it came out in 1991. And he voiced the main character from it. Um, let's just say there was a tale as old as time in it. Mm-hmm. That uh, was told in it. Uh, Robbie Benson? No. Who are you? Who are you, who are you which, Jackie uh, Chan. Was... Jackie Chan voiced one of the title characters in a movie that came out in 1991 oh. where there was a candlestick, uh-huh. a clock, yeah. and a teep. Can you tell me the name of that movie and who do you think he voiced? Well, oh. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, you're okay. Saying, so you're saying he was in that. He voiced, yeah. voiced a character in that. Wow. Can you, do you think you could guess that character? What, what, uh, which character? It's been a while since I've seen the animated beauty and the beast i saw the uh the i want to say the beast one. for some i want to say the beast for some reason no okay. is that your final answer yeah i'm gonna say the i don't i don't have an answer that's fine hunter got it got it right on the what Jackie? He voiced the beast in the Mandarin in the Mandarin uh, dub of the film. Oh, okay. He voiced the beast. Okay. That's right. Well, that's fine. Who's yeah. OG now, bitch? I mean, <laughs> I was uh, the way the question was posed. I was imagining that it was the English language version, and he was playing one of the like, you know, the the servants that got, got turned into a an article of of not an article of clothing, an a an object of some sort. An enchanted object, but no, no, he's he voiced the beast, singing or speaking voice. Um, <laughs> of course, it's a speaking voice. That's but the I thing. Like... He can sing, voicing, just uh, just doing the voice. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jackie Chan performed voice and uh, voice acting and singing in both of the uh, really? versions and in, in, in that version of it. So, when I think about it, the beast doesn't really sing in that movie, does he? Oh, he does in uh, the live action one, the one that just came out. Uh, I don't, I don't remember if the Beast sings in the uh, original animated one. I think there is. There's that. There's some like montage scene 
or whatever that they have like to show progression of how long she's been there or something like that and how long they've gotten to know each other and whatnot. The same the stuff that we never actually got to see them do. I see. Right, like the like the beast beasted out in bed, baby. No, that happened that happened that happened that you know that happened that night. Like after like he showed her like the flower and she <sighs> wanna like you wanna see my red thing? He's like what? <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like I gave you a library. Now he's gonna put out. <laughs> and then the, the the music from Deliverance starts playing. <laughs> Tell me something, Bell. Would you be my guest? I'd be my guest. I'd be my guest so hard. So wait, he did the tuck in that version? Your version of the Beauty and the Beast, he did the tuck? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm just I'm Tyson. Just Tyson's, Tyson's face is priceless right now with whatever we're saying. <laughs> Goodbye, horses. Oh, okay. Jesus. I get that. Now. Put that in a trailer for the YouTube channel, please. <laughs> uh, oh, in the trailer? Or you know, I have the YouTube trailers or whatever that. Well, you if you know. if you uh, if you really think about this, this is very uh, this is very much so a dark territories type episode where. That's why I said Dark Territory would be like the the appropriate namesake for this this particular episode. Mm-hmm. And, and usually too, Tyson's like the rock of the show. Like he's the more sane, logical one. Uh, it, it, every stretch of the imagination, and I'm the crazy one. I mean, so, and I'm the token black kid. There you go. <laughs> at any given time, like you know, Tyson is like, "Don't say it." Like staring at me, he's like, "Don't say it. Don't do it." Just please, my editing life, if you love me. And I'm like, all right, I got to behave. So, I mean, you know. And that usually goes with cursing, too, because it's, it's, it's a good mental mind exercise to know that you can't curse, like, this amount of time. And, of course, I did let a few slip tonight, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm honestly, and I'm, I'm used to – you guys know how I podcast. <laughs> so, you, you yeah. hear yeah. – I learned that from the best – Good old Kevin Smith. Damn straight. Yes, indeed. Speaking of, yeah. um, mm. uh, let's let's make this the last topic. Okay. Because yeah. it's getting yes. late. Yeah, yeah. Jane Silent Bob reboot. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' thoughts? Oh, I'm totally excited. Haven't seen a preview for it. There's no preview for it yet. He's just been putting out so he's been putting out little video diaries so far yeah. for everybody to watch. Oh, uh, are they on YouTube? Yes, they yeah, are. They're, they're like nine videos so far, I think. I guess I'll have a look at them uh, at some point. I don't um, I don't really have an opinion at this stage. I, I'll, uh, you know, I'm curious to see how it turns out. I'll watch it. If it's, if it's anything like the first movie, it's going to be epic. But, it's a reboot, so it's exactly like the first movie. <laughs> well, then there you go. It's going to be epic. Wait a minute. Which first movie? What are we? Clerks? Or, uh, or, no, no, I'm sorry. Jane first uh, first uh, solo Jane Silent Bob movie. Bob Strike Back. Oh, okay. So they're doing a reboot of the movie Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Correct. Well, the, the plot line is that Jane Silent Bob learn of the reboot of Blunt, Blunt Man and Chronic. Oh. And so they have, they're doing the whole road trip thing over again to go stop Hollywood from making this movie well, that sounds fun obviously yeah. since it's not going to be miramax uh in this reboot or nothing to do with harvey weinstein yeah no he wants nothing to do with harvey weinstein at all i don't know 
Um, but like a lot of familiar faces from the first movie are back in it, and and from the other mm-hmm. movies too. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, like Adam, like Adam. Not, well, he wasn't in the first movie, but like Adam Brody mm. is going to be back, of course. Uh, Lauren, uh, Joey Lauren Adams is coming back. Cool. Uh, I'm trying to think. Will Ferrell. Jason Biggs. J- uh, no, yep. no Will Ferrell. No. I don't think. No, no. Jason Biggs. Jason yep. Biggs and James Vanderbeek. Uh, John Stewart? Uh, no. He was more of a just cameo in that one. Fred Armisen's in it, though. Oh, cool. Uh, Ali, um, Ali Larder? Uh, no. See, none of those girls except for, what's her name? Um, Elizabeth, uh, chick from American Pie. She, Shannon, she, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth, yeah. She's coming back. Really? Um, yeah, <clears throat> no, that chick, that chick from Brooks, too, is coming back, too, I think. Yeah, uh, Rosario Dawson coming back, but she's playing a yep. different character. Oh, <clears throat> yep. Cool. Of course, of course, uh, Dante's coming back, and uh, one of but the one thing I was really excited about is the fact that he's got Red Man and Method Man. If you've ever in it, in the movie, if you have ever seen the movie How High, mm. this is the first time you get two stoners, like two two big ass two big stoners together with. Two big cartoon stoners that everybody's loved at some point, mm. and I'm hoping they have like a big weed scene. That sounds fun, <laughs> and then yeah. maybe they uh, can cross over with Harold and Kumar at some point. Maybe I would love that. Um, and then finally, Craig Robinson's making his his comeback. Oh, to, good. I like him on there, and Justin Long is coming back. Oh, good. I like him too. Ah, Justin Long. Yeah, he's pretty nice. The walrus himself. He needs that. Yes. Be messed up. I need him. I need. I need Kevin Smith to make at least one, one more Canadian horror movie with J and Bob. I need him to do Moose, that Moose Jaws movie. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! But you know, uh, Michael me. Parks. Sorry. Michael Parks. You know, he's just like after he stuck Justin Long in the in the walrus suit. You know, he's like, I'm so very tired, Mister Tusk, of uh, ill faith and poor decisions, and a terrible consequence of both. And it's just like he starts like singing and stuff, and you can just like hear the agony in Justin Long's voice. It's like, oh god, I'm telling you, man, you gotta go see Tusk. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, I'll see it eventually. So, I think you've got a Moose Jaws uh, jersey on, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, so, Corey, have you seen Hunter's jersey? That's yeah, the, quite a few actually. That's the third Canadian horror film uh, that Kevin Smith is doing. Yep, loose jaws, baby. Corey, are you still I mean, there? if you ever did we lose Corey? We may have. Oh. Yeah. I well, Corey, if you're, uh, uh, if you can hear us, we can't hear you. Uh, I think we'll probably just do a wrap up because uh, you did have the last yeah. one, so. Um, if you'd like to, oh yeah, he left. Okay, well, all right. So that was. Uh, thank you to Corey Epps for coming on the program. Yeah. Um, well, that's about. You all should the... probably. You should probably contact him after the show. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, uh... So while we're waiting for his response, uh, something funny. Have you ever seen your wife completely like lose, lose her shit? <clears throat> I mean, like in a, in a laughing way, like like something was like. Utterly hilarious. Yes. Well, I experienced that for the first time with my fiance uh, Saturday night, I want to say, Sunday night. 
we were watching um oh, let me bring it up so I know what I'm talking about. Uh, do do There we go. All right, so we we were watching uh Kevin Smith uh, Silent but Deadly the extended version, right? And at one point in time uh Kevin Smith brings up the point that he has a 107 uh, inch television in his bedroom and they watch, you know, him and the wife watch The Walking Dead and Talking Dead. But the only show they won't watch is Comic Book Men. So he requested to see Comic Book Men on on the big screen. And uh, his wife's like, if I wanted to see you and hear you cry about Batman and see that jersey, I'll just look to my left. Right now. That was the exact moment when I saw my uh, fiance lose her shit. Her face is like redder than that shirt, just laughing and crying hysterically. And I'm like, what's so funny? I mean, that was kind of funny, but what's so funny about it? And she's like, you got to re- uh, replay it back. So I did. Again, lost her shit. It was because she thought about me when he said that. Yeah. So, that's my final story tonight. Well, it's about all the time we have for Antisocial Show. I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Have a good time, folks. Mm-hmm.